Well, all right, everybody. Welcome to Talk and Shop, the Faith Family Football Podcast. We are back. We are back together, back together with my lovely wife, Kirsten. So last week we had uh, one of my good friends on, Jay Webb, and I thought the episode was great. It was. It was really uh, incredible just getting to talk to him because uh, I know him well through FCA and giving him a chance to kind of come on and just talk about those things. And then, man, what a week for, wow. for their family. I mean, just prayers up, continue prayers uh, for his wife, Allison, um, and just – thankful for God's goodness um, through that. You know, I know that was, a, I mean, just a terrifying, crazy Very process. Scary. But I tell you what, just watching them and just reading his updates and, and seeing uh, their faith right. has been absolutely encouraging. Um, it's been contagious, really. It's glory to God is all they keep, you know, doing. And he was talking about sharing Jesus with people in the ICU waiting room and it really just changes your perspective yeah it was it was awesome and we're also back from a little weekend getaway so we had a mommy daddy date weekend fun we went to Hilton Head South Carolina first time that was our first time at Hilton Head and we're big I love visiting different beaches um I think we visit we've, we've gone to a lot of different we're beach people yes I mean, we, we love are, the beach yeah. so visiting a new beach is so exciting because we don't want to we go to Panama City like yearly with our family right, yeah. but we always like to do at least one new beach a year yeah and we pretty much we pretty much reached that yeah. and we have visited some awesome places and Hilton Head is I right up Hilton there Hilton Head was just like old people golf carts and golf a lot of that. There I mean, it that. is, but <laughs> the beach was awesome. Um, I mean, it was like crazy packed, but, but not, but not like you had all the space you could ever wanted. Food was phenomenal. Oh, so good. Uh, you know, we love Brussels sprouts. We and got a really good Brussels sprouts. Some of the best we've ever had. The Grove, shout out, not the Grove. No, the Grove oh, is in man. Savannah. Coast. Coast. Shout yeah. out the coast yeah. or just coast. Um, so yeah, so we did Hilton Head on Friday. And then we did Savannah Saturday. I'd bought you tickets to see John Christ. Um, you know, that is one of the few, yeah, I was, I was talking to a buddy about, you know, our marriage and, um, there are just, we can make each other laugh. Right. I think we do a good job of keeping it light and making each other laugh, but there are a few small intersections where other outside things make us both laugh. Together, uh, Cause there's yeah. a lot of things that I find hilarious that, you don't necessarily find funny and vice versa. So John Chris is in that intersection. Right. We both find him funny. And so we had found some tickets in Savannah and we went and saw him, had great food at the Grove. The Grove yes. was in Savannah. Um, that was great. And then the John Chris show. It was fun. Was fun. I mean, I had some good laughs. They had some some really funny people on there. And it was just a, a nice little reset. It was. Uh, I mean, we try to do that. I mean... We don't, I mean, we love being home and yeah. I hate being away from Jude. That was the hardest part, obviously, that was. being away for a couple of days. And we we really don't do it often, but it is nice. It is so rewarding just to spend time together, really. Yeah, it really is. It really is. And uh, <clears throat> on the way home, we decided we were going to post, like, so we, we knew this episode, we kind of had an idea. We we're going to get into what we we're going to talk about. We kind of had an idea what we want to do for this episode. Right. But then on the way home, we we're like, you know what? Let's just post a little question and answer. Get the people talking. Yeah. You know, see what. And the feedback and the questions. Lots wow. of good topics to go over. And so. Regarding marriage. Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to touch on, uh, we're going to touch on a few of those based on what we already have planned. 
but we have a whole another episode already planned out just on the questions that we've received and we're going to keep that and we'll probably do another one later in the week the closer we get to, yeah, to recording so. just so we can get more just in case someone missed today's right and especially if my listeners to this episode they say hey oh, they're actually going to do an episode maybe they'll be more willing to ask a question right. uh, but the questions have been awesome so you know we're going to touch on a few of those uh just because that was already kind of part of what we want to talk about today um but I think that'll be a fun episode. That will be. And uh, so we're going to get into, for us, I like this one. So I brought this to you. So we've been kind of just introing, uh, getting into who we are a little bit, you know, just, but today we're getting into three things that we feel like changed our marriage. Right. And I think it's, I think it's good that we preface that, that it's, these are things that changed our marriage. Right. We are um, not marriage professionals. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But these are things that, I mean, I can, I mean, anecdotally speaking for us, 100% changed our marriage. Firm points that changed um, our marriage, yeah. So we're going to get into that. And we're, I think it's some, I brought that to you and we started just jotting some ideas down. We we started talking about it. And I mean, this list, I think truly is, I mean, we set, we've, we put some work into it because this is some stuff that, Honestly, um, you know, we didn't do these things a long time ago. Right. So we got married. We were really young. Uh, we were high school sweethearts. Um, and I was 20 when we got married. So, you know, mm. we did we did the pre-marriage counseling, but. what well, you know, for us, it, it just kind of, it felt like marriage was just the next step. Right. It was like what we had, not what I had to do, but we wanted to get married, obviously. Yeah. But it was just the next, it was the next part of our process because right. we had. We had dated for so long, um, you know, we didn't have a long engagement because we had been together so long. Right. You know, you pretty much told me you needed six months to plan, and that's pretty much exactly what I gave you to the day. <laughs> um, and we did we did some marriage counseling, but it was very brief. Uh, it was not I don't, in depth. I don't think we were really counseled so much as we were just like, hey, do you know kind of God's plan for marriage? Right. When, and like, we did Biblically, just because we, we had did. read the Bible right. and you kind of knew what the Bible had said, but we didn't know what that looked like, practically speaking. Like walking it out that, right. on the daily. And when we got married, you know, and we talked about this in like episode two, when we first got married and we were living in Calhoun and when football season started, Ooh. it was crazy. I mean, it was, it was a whirlwind and uh, I, not, not to say that I don't think we've ever been on the verge well, I'm gonna say I'm, I've never the been on the verge of I don't think we've ever we've been like thrown that. No, word we've never. Either, yeah, we've but... never said that word. But there was some. I mean, there was some tough times. Yeah. I mean, because I didn't know. I didn't know. I mean, I was pouring so much into to coaching, and and teaching and doing things like that. And then you know, you were working like a seven to seven. I wasn't getting home until like nine o'clock. Right. And so we weren't really seeing each other. And it was just, you know, we got to, see, you know, and on Saturday, Saturdays were the yeah, days we Saturday saw each other. was the only day. I mean, and then I rolled straight into wrestling season. And then when springtime rolled around, we kind of would get our reconnected. You know, we still took our trips. We still did right. our things. And then, but then football season started back up again. Yeah. And so like, we kind of had this, the way I would say it is, it was kind of like a roller coaster. So like, we would get like, we, we we fill up our love tank in in the spring right. big time, and then you know you kind of start chipping away at that. And we weren't the best at renewing it and kind of pouring back into it daily. And so when we moved back here, I moved back home. 
you know, it still was, I mean, we were, it was better because we were back home. Uh, The football wasn't as much time and, uh, you know, getting plugged into our church. And then probably the first thing that really kind of started to shift our mindset was the re-engage. Yeah. So, you know, uh, Southern Hills had offered this re-engage program and we'd gone to, and we talked about that. So anyway, so these are things that not, aren't necessarily from re-engage, but these are things that some personal revelations or some things that we have either gotten better at or kind of discovered through working through that process. Because the re-engage process, as much as you wanted to be about like your spouse needs to meet your needs, is more about individual But looking growth. at yourself and right. Yeah, figuring out who you are, you know, getting your identity first. Um, because ultimately, that was one thing that was through that was that if we... If we find our, if I find my identity of being a husband and you my wife, if you're not a good wife one day, or if I'm not right. a good husband one day, then often that identity uh, we're just setting has each, been crum- that's each right. other up for failure. Yeah, yeah. That, because we're not perfect people. Right. So these are things. So like I said, these are these are three things that we've talked about. So we have talked about this. Obviously, we're this yes. is not a blind list. We've talked <laughs> about these things. Okay, I'll go first. I'll go. First. This is just a simple thing that like really changed our marriage, and that's just going to bed together at the same time. Like when we first started living together, you would stay up late. I would get in bed early because I had to go to the hospital early in the mornings. And once like that, I guess that bothered me more than I ever really realized until I don't really know how we started finally going to bed together, but it makes such a big deal. And now, even now today, like if you are not getting in bed with me when I'm going to bed, I'm like, come on, let's go. Yeah, no, yeah, it's a and it's a, it's not even going to sleep, as long as like, cause like you can go in there and go to sleep, and I may stay up and watch some TV, you know. Which luckily we got the TV back in the bedroom. <laughs> That's been a big plus. We had eliminated a TV for a long time, and it was really sad uh, because sometimes you just want to watch something, you know, and you're not finished watching the living room, and you want to continue watching it. <laughs> so I'm glad I had the TV back in the bedroom. Um, but yeah, I think it's just the going to bed together has helped because well, you get some, I mean, you get some quality talking, you get some good pillow talk. That's right. And like you said, it's just, uh, I think it's a, a relaxation comfort thing. It is. Um, of knowing that they're in the room together. You're just together when you're going to sleep and that just puts you, me at ease, puts me at peace. Right. Yeah. The second, the or second, my first thing that I thought about was hanging around people who value their marriage. Oh Yeah. And I think that's a big thing. You know, it's a, you want to be, just surround yourself with people who value the same things you do. And if you value your marriage, you want to be around people who value their marriage. Yeah. I mean, I've, you know, found myself being around people who constantly like talked about their husband, not doing this or not doing that. And okay. While that might be true, you don't need to complain about that to your friends because then I found myself thinking, oh, well, Sam doesn't do that either. And that, like, <laughs> so how was that making anything better? So, I, you know, when you hang around people who have the same value of marriage that you do, they're not going to talk crap about their husband or wife. And, well, for one, it's just respect, too. Right. You know. Yeah. But I think that makes a really big difference in who you're hanging out with. Right. Yeah. Because, I mean. You when you're around people who not necessarily have a bad marriage, I don't know if that's the correct phrasing, but when it's negative right. and 
it has to do with their spouse that that starts to leak i mean it's just anything you're surrounding yourself with anything that you're letting get into your to your mind and anything your thoughts and putting in there yeah it can it can it can take a negative spin so yeah hanging around people who value their marriages is a big one um i would say date nights or and quality time so when i say date nights it doesn't have to be like go out to eat because i'd rather have like a date night at home but or even if we just go and buy groceries together or you know, we we love a grocery store lunch yeah. date. Intentional quality time. Yes. Yeah. That is intentional quality time where like you're setting aside time for just and I know that's difficult, but especially when you have kids. I mean yes. it's a lot more I mean because we see that now. It wasn't near as difficult no. before we could do no. it whenever we wanted to, you know. Um, but I think that makes it more important now to have that date night and yeah. that quality time because like at the end of the day, like as much as I love Jude you still have to be number one in terms of like number one relationship on this earth. Right. Like you have to be my number one human relationship. Um, and before that was simple because it was just a matter of like, Making Hey, let's time. go out to eat, right. you know, let's go do something, you know, Instant and it can, that's right. And you know, with now with a kid, as much as we love being at home and being with him, we still have to make that time. And like I said, it may be as simple as sending Jude up the hill to, to the grandparents and us just cooking and eating together here, right. you know, and I know that's difficult if you don't have someone, you know, because childcare. Yeah, I mean that, I mean, that's a thing. adds up. And but you just talk about yeah, you just talk about just adding to your marriage, just taking like being intentional about it though. Even if it is literally one hour to run to Home Depot together, or you know, right, you still can just like hold hands in the car and talk uninterrupted without. Not that you're having to, you know, talk to your child, but you, right. you I mean, you give so much attention when the, when your right. child is in the car. Um, and so even if you just set aside like one hour to just focus on each other mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like have intentional conversation, um, that really makes a big difference to me. So one of the things that we got out of, I got out of Ringage, one of the biggest things is that we were challenged very early on, very early on in our, our, our small group curriculum was to uh pray over your spouse and i i don't know i don't know why i found that so difficult at first i don't know if because it felt awkward you know just praying out loud over you um but that has changed we did every day yes wake up in the morning before i leave and go to work say a little prayer over you and it is amazing how that's well one you're i mean Prayer at the beginning of your day is, I think, the is is, is very powerful. But then praying over your spouse, once again, just that that little 30-second to a minute prayer where it's just asking for protection and asking for, you know, just being thankful, coming with a heart of, of gratitude. But that praying over you, I think, is has changed uh, a lot of, of how we do things because, one, you're asking for these for you know, you're being thankful. If I'm if I'm telling God I'm thankful for you, then I have to I have to be that way. Right. I got to have my posture's got to be that way throughout the day. Right. I can't say, "Oh God, I'm thankful for you," and then treat you bad because I, <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Oh no, that no, that'd be hypocritical." You know, we don't want to be that. But you are so diligent about about that. Even if you're having to get up super early to go to football before work, and I'm still asleep, you know, you will wake me up tell me good morning and just pray even though I'm like half awake and that makes such a difference right yeah and I you know I think it as much as it's 
it is for you and it's for Judas, for our family, for our family. But I mean, that's that's getting my heart centered for the where day. it needs to be for the day. Um, so major, major thing uh, to me that was a big one. Okay, my third one is complete honesty and no hiding, like anything. Um, was a really big game changer for us. I mean, even hiding the smallest thing, like back when you used to dip. Uh, even yeah. if I would find a can of dip, like I knew you dip. It wasn't a like it was not a surprise, but it was like you would hide it, and that that hurt my heart, you know. Right. And I just thought, well, if you know, as a woman, your mind just goes, um quickly our mind does I feel like most women do that more than I feel like I can spiral faster than you can <laughs> but you know you just start thinking well okay like if you're hiding this well what else are you hiding um and so I think just not hiding like even simple things which thankfully we're dip free but yeah you know, just yeah and you know it what that's what little to big whatever it is and that was another part, you know, of the reengage process was just a, a a night of just open well, honesty. There the <clears throat> and that was spill the beans. But once you like once you did that and once you could you could be there and you knew you were safe, you knew right, you were fine. Right. Like this was we're we're doing this together. We're gonna be open and honest about everything. And then moving forward, it's nothing, it's just like you said, it's little things. It's like honestly, it's like I wanna buy a pair of shoes. Right. I can wear those. But why not tell you? Right. Like, why do I, I mean, it's not like I'm asking for permission. It's just letting you know. Yeah. You know, it's just, one, it's just always been, it's like that open line of communication. Yes. It's where we're here to tell each other everything. Sometimes we don't like hearing it. You know, probably you more than me. You don't like to hear things <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> but That's true. But we have to, you yeah. know, but we have to. We have to bring the good news and, and the bad news. Yeah. And that has been one because, you know, like, I know like sometimes, like, I know I'm going to tell you something you don't want to hear. <laughs> And like my stomach will kind of start to hurt a little bit because like I know you don't like, want to hear. Got to talk about this. Yeah, and it may not even be anything something that I did. It's just something that's coming up. Yeah, like something's been brought up, you know. <laughs> and like I know that we're gonna talk. Like, all right, we gotta have a talk. And you're like, oh, what? Is, like, I haven't done anything. But I'm, you're not gonna like it. Like, it's not, <laughs> it's not gonna be something that you want to hear. But we gotta talk about yeah. it, like because because you would so much rather be upfront, and honest, like on the front end of that, than you know, feel like you weren't. That you withheld information from me, even if it wasn't anything bad, like just tell well, me. I mean, we're we're together, we're a team, right. you know. So, and we like that we do. We, if they're especially like a big decision, we want to talk it out, right. and that starts with being open and honest about the small things. Absolutely. That when we do get to the big things, like that's been established, the groundwork, the framework is there. We're going to be honest with each other no matter what, and that's a big one. Um, you know, I, I think it's 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 very important. Uh, my last one, and this is where we're going to land this plane and probably spend a good bit of time right here because I think it's so big, and which we can get into the demographics of our podcast listeners, yes. which we have, <laughs> because I'm going to talk to the 36% male that listens to this. <laughs> we have more so, female so far. We do, we so, so far, far, which is good. I mean, look, hey, the Kirsten army is strong. We keep, um, keep it going. We looked at the demographics and well, it was like Germany. We got some Ukraine. Yeah. Um, New York. New York. Yeah. Brazil. We had, we, we got some, I mean, I don't know if they just kind of stumbled <laughs> upon it by accident, but we, we do got some, but uh, if you're a guy or, you know, maybe wives, this is your time to turn it on so your husbands can hear it. Just like accidentally turn the volume up really high and walk by him. Yeah. This Cause this one, <laughs> this is it. So 
the biggest thing for me, this is the, the, the biggest thing for me, what changed our marriage was looking at Ephesians 5 and understanding my role as the husband. Because I really love Ephesians 5.22. The wives submit to your husband. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Many I, wives do not like it. I like that. that. I like that part. I but like that, that part. That is, but it goes on. If it does, it does. You know, and it says, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. And so I makes my puff my chest out a little bit. But then all of a sudden, you start to get down into verses 25. So like, it literally just says, wives submit to your own husbands. One verse was that how many, one, two, three, four, like, like six words, right? right? Six, seven words. And then all of a sudden from verses like 25 down to 33, it's all about what you better do, homeboy. Like <laughs> you're the, you're the, like, you're the leader of your family. Yeah. What are you going to do? Right. I mean, it, I mean, you can, you can, well, I'm not going to read this and go on, but you can go read that. Tell and us, see. Yeah, tell, just in case someone doesn't know. Well, I mean, it talks about, you know, husbands loves your wives as Christ loved the church. He gave himself up for her that he might sanctify her, that he has cleansed her by the washing of the word. And then here's the one thing that he might present the church himself in splendor without splot or wrinkle or any blemishes holy. So like as a husband, like I'm to present you the same way that Christ presents the church. Right. So like that's a that that doesn't go into like I got to make sure you're doing right. That's I can't be doing things that would dishonor you. Right. Yeah. I can't be if if I'm doing things that put a blemish on you, that put a spot on you, then I'm going against my role as the husband. Right. Right. I mean, it talks about it keeps going there and it talks about how hold fast his wife, the two shall become one flesh. Right. Like we are one. We talked about that. We are one flesh. Right. I mean, it is uh, let each one of you love his wife as himself. I mean, and you love yourself. Oh, I do love myself. <laughs> we can have a whole episode about how much I love myself. But I mean, that just means that I have to love you that much yeah. more. Like I have to be that, you know. And then if you want to get into like, how can I present you as spotless or, or blemish free or holy things of like that? I mean, we can really start getting into, you know, Paul goes on and talks about later on in, in different verses about being sober minded, right. having pure thoughts, you know, right. the things that, you know, especially the, the men, the things that we look at, you know, the, the eyes are, are a lamp to the heart, right. those things that we are doing, you know, and that we may not think, have an effect on our wives, right. they do, Absolutely. right? And it's a blemish, it's a spot, and that's not what we're called to do. So, I think, I mean, honestly, because we we study that verse a good bit, a good bit, and um, not not just in the reengagement, but just in general, right? Uh, things that we have we have gone to marriage retreats, uh, just reading on our own. That verse, those verses right there, I mean, telling you what you have to do is, I mean, it's so important. It's so important. And it changed my perspective on like, okay, yes, I'm a leader. You need to right. submit, but who's going to submit to somebody who's not a good leader? And I feel like that's where we were early on. Um, so like, I felt like, okay, well, I organized everything. So like I was in charge mm -hmm. because you were so busy with football. So it was just like, I was the boss. Right. And but then I finally got to a point where I'm like, okay, I don't want to be the boss in the family. Mm -hmm. Like I want you to be 
like I want you to be the leader. Right. And then that was like some hard times because I felt like you weren't fully there yet. Because mm-hmm. this was like before we were regularly in church and stuff. Yeah. Like you weren't fully there yet, but then I was want, wanting that, but I didn't really know how that looked. Right. That was yeah, but that I mean, and, and that's what we talked about. I mean, you had no reason to submit to me biblically, you know, speaking submission because I was not doing those things. Right. I mean, I, I was I was not doing those things, and I think I mean it, it is. We have friends that we talk to about this, and we we talk about this all the time. And that is a thing with you know with women. I mean, you're called for submission. That's not to say you're inferior, right? No, at all. Right. I mean, we are. Uh, to me, I feel like we are as equal as we can be, but we have different roles. Absolutely, there's different things in this in this how, marriage. That's, that how, that's how, how God designed it. Marriage was designed. That's how we were designed. That's how God designed marriage. How He designed us as as you know as humans. Mm-hmm. It this is who we are. And reading that and realizing that role, realizing you know where we're you know where we have to be in line with Christ and in line with His Word. Once that begins to shift, then everything else kind of you know. That's really probably the number one thing. Right. Once I fell, once I fell in line, and, and and it all begins with submission of the husband. Right. Husbands submit to the father. Right. Yes, it's, it's, it's a line. I mean, it's it's a chain. I mean, it's it is. It's a it's a, you know. I mean, we've listened to people, we've listened to people talk about this statistic, a couple times now, about men being leaders. Yeah. And the percentage of families. In church, I think yeah, it was something. So it, what it is, it's um the percentage. Like if mom, if just moms go to church, and then if the dad yeah. goes, it was something. It was something. I'm, I'm going to say it wrong, but I remember hearing it. I remember it talked about like if a kid, if a kid like wants to get involved with church, then the rest of the family is like ten percentage right. something likely to to follow. If the mom goes, it was something like 40-ish to yes. 50-ish percent, you know, of the time the family will follow. Right. But if the dad, if the yes. father, like, leads his family to church, 94% of the time the family will, go, like, will, will, come will, like, will fall in line with that. And, I mean, that is huge. I mean, such a, such a powerful, such a responsibility. Very much. That is not meant to be taken lightly. But now that we have Jude, oh my goodness, like, that is oh, so much e- more important, I feel right. like. And we've talked about that with our marriage where, you know, I don't know. We, I don't know how he's going to turn out. I mean, he could be a yeah, gardener one day. Did. He could be a welder. He he may just cut grass. I don't know what he's going to do. He <laughs> may just do chickens the rest of his life. I don't know. But I do hope that he sees, you know, hope one, that he has a heart for God. And two, if he gets married, he sees hopefully a, a great biblical example that is, of marriage. I mean, yeah, that's like a, a very high priority is that we raise Jude so that he sees how marriage is supposed to be. Right. So and, that he knows how to be a husband one day. Yeah. And, and we've, I mean, and look, we've experienced, and this will maybe once we get on further <laughs> down the line, we've experienced positive and negative marriages, yeah. friends, family, yeah. and we, we've got to experience all that kind of stuff. And so it's just one of those things where you decide for yourself, okay, what kind of marriage do I want to have? And then if it's outside, I mean, I, I truly believe this. If it's outside of what God says, if that's not your foundation, then eventually somewhere it's going to fall apart. Absolutely. And that's where we can always go back to because we can. There, there are a lot of times, you know, where we talk about accountability, you know, where we have to hold each other accountable. And it goes back to that. And you're quick to be like, well, you're the leader. 
Right. Right. Or I can quick to be like, same thing. Like, yes, you know, look, well, this is what I think is best for the family because, you know, or, hey, you're not being a good example here. And it's not anything about being good or bad. It's just we're not in line. You know, we got to get back in in alignment. But I think, you know, building to the part where you can hold each other accountable is like, that's a that's without important. getting defensive right or without getting offended right. you know and i'm not saying that i don't still get offended like my feelings <laughs> will still get hurt right. sometimes but we're we are to that point where we can have that conversation yeah right of hey you're you know this is this is what's going on like i'm i'm gonna make right. this, you know you're I mean, like, we, I'm gonna we, make yeah because we still i mean we're not saying I, we never disagree oh or have arguments yes. that would be i mean I mean, I remember one night I I do like I can't remember what you were mad about. <laughs> you were upset about something. It it wasn't me, but and I was just I was just being truthful with you because I didn't know that you, I didn't think you really had a a reason to be upset. Right. And you you hit me with a line something like you know you should basically I should be more supportive or I should I'm like what do you want me to tell you what you want to hear or do you want me to tell you the truth? <laughs> In the moment, I wanted you to tell me what I wanted to hear. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Here we, I mean, we, we still have these things, you know, we, perfect. Oh gosh, this. no, gosh, no. We still have some pretty I mean, we don't have any knockdown drag outs, but there's still, there's still times where, but I think that goes back to sometimes we forget where we are in the hierarchy, you right. know, our, our marriage gets elevated and gets put on this pedestal. And then all of a sudden when, when my flesh, which is going to happen when my right. flesh shows up and you're like, well, that's not who I want you to be then all of a sudden your little, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and once again, it just kind of, but once it, it always circles back. Right. And that's why I think the prayer in the morning is so important because it always, it starts the day off that and way. Then communication, because mm-hmm. even if we're just not like, you know, sometimes I'll get annoyed or something and then I'll just, my, my big thing is like, well, I just won't talk to you. Like I'll oh, just, you are an absolute. Yeah. Like I'm not a yell, like I've never yelled, cussed you out. Like, nothing not, not honestly to you. i think i'd rather you yell I'll you just, just be quiet i'm just quiet and so but then i and not even like just quiet <laughs> but you are intentionally <laughs> shut off it's terrible. blank stare yes it is you my, show, it is my fault it is this that is, is the, like a and i am a i'm a head-on we talked about me not liking conversation <laughs> and i don't i don't like it whatsoever and so what happens, I want to get it, I want to get it done and over with. Yeah. And I'm also one of those people too that once I get it done and over with, like I'm done with it. Oh, I, have, I, I move hold, on. And then I can hold a grudge. And I can move on. I'm one of those forgive, forgive and move on. Uh, like when me and you get into it, if there's something, you know, I may have done something you don't like or, or vice versa. And I may get upset. And it's like, or like once I apologize to you, I feel like, okay, it's time for you to like right. I'd apologize. <laughs> but that's not always the case. <laughs> I wish it was that easy. But and I have it kind better. of is though, if you Okay. If you if you want to, if you want it to be. <laughs> so no, but I re- really when I withhold, you know, just from talking to you, it really actually makes things worse because then that line of communication yeah. is shut off, and then. Well, and so that's what we. There was the withholding. There was like these levels we we had talked about. Yeah. Uh, in in our small group before, and I think one was like escalator and that's where i am yeah I'm whereas you'll withhold and i'll try to talk to you and open it up but then at that point once you withhold it's like okay well i'm about to turn it up a notch because <laughs> i'm gonna find a way to get you to talk to me so we're gonna crank this bad boy up a little bit and see where we can go and 
See, guys, we're human too. Like, oh gosh, <laughs> yes. And that used to be so much. It used to be so much worse. Oh I mean, gosh. I used to be. I mean, I, I, I did. I, I had real bad anger. I had a lot of, you know, temper, anger problems. And my whole thing was the way I handled confrontation was just to rip you apart as fast as I could. Right. Not, not you intentionally, sometimes you, but anybody. Right. Like if I had confrontation with somebody, I wanted to shred you apart. That way you couldn't say anything to me. I was going to go for the throat right at the beginning. Right. You couldn't say anything to me because I was going to like make you so small. Right. And I, that's awful, you know, and I, you know, I've tried to be way better at that, but that still creeps up sometimes, right. you know, I will say with us, I think that we have found a way by being open and honest from the beginning, mm-hmm. uh, that those little things don't build into Absolutely. such big things. Yeah. I feel like we do put out a, a good bit of small fires. Yeah. You early. know, yeah. I think that's Handling part of early it. And- you can't not, I mean, the people who sit on these things, because I mean, we've listened to a lot of marriage podcasts, right. you know, and we've listened to people talk about what their big things are and they act like they don't have any problems. And then like two weeks later, they're divorcing <laughs> and they're off the air. They don't have the podcast anymore. That's not going to be us because we're honest people. That's right. Like, and we, we, we're not, we're going, we're, we're transparent. Right. We don't have this thing figured out. We know what works for us. Right. If we know the things that and have we changed. know that we always need to go back to Jesus. That's right. And if you go back there, you can't be wrong. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you can, I mean, if you if you're grounded in the word, you're grounded in him, you can't be wrong. Right. You know, I know before, you know, I would get mad and we would talk about me just withholding and not want to speak to you. But now I'll just start praying, like, Lord, like help me to forgive him. Soften my heart towards him. You know. And when you recognize that you're even starting to feel that way in the least bit, like I can just start praying and it really does make a difference, you know, and then also this goes back to hugging it out. Hugging oh, yeah. it works. Okay. So if we're having like an off day and I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling the love and I just feel like we're distant or whatever. Okay. We'll hug. What is it? 60 seconds. Uh, 30 to 60 seconds. Okay. Something. And then a set seven, seven second. second kiss. Yeah. That's a long, that's a long kiss. It's just a, a good old pucker up. Just stand there. <laughs> but remember, you're going you yeah, are yeah, one. That's right. <laughs> we are, we are together on this. <laughs> and it really, I mean, the hug, I mean, it, it does it like, it all, like you can feel the, the endorphins or whatever those things yeah. are that's going the, the, the chemical chemically <laughs> in your brain. Like after second, like five, you're kind of like, I'm still a little bit upset with you. Right. But then after like second 15, you're you like, kind of start, we're gonna okay, okay, yeah, like it's fine, you know? <laughs> and that's kind of where I always land on things where when I know something's going to come up, you know, I know we're always going to be okay. I know we're always going to be able to find our balance, find our center. Come back together. That's right. And so I know when these things pop up, even though it hurts my stomach to have to like, you know, disappoint you or let you down. Like if something right. comes up and I know you're not going to want to, you know, it's, you're not going to enjoy. Right. I know like it's going to be okay. I know. That Here's can... what I figured out. A hug and a make out basically fixes all of our problems. <laughs> it does. But, yeah. It really does. It opens communication. Yeah. Brings you back together. And it's for married couples. Yeah. Okay. Don't be. Well, I'm. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> Oh, we got some listeners. 
We do have young listeners. This is for marriage. This, That's, this is a marriage. This That's is right. A marriage That's episode. right. Marriage episode. But it does. I really think. Find that. you a spouse. Don't hug just hug random people. That you're upset with. <laughs> I was listening to this podcast and they said to resolve our issues, we should kiss for three seconds. Oh my gosh. It's regarding marriage. I know. Babe. I know. It's funny. It's funny. <laughs> That's funny. It does, though. I mean, it brings it back together and reminds you that you are one flesh. And, you know, you communication back together. And that's really. Yeah. And it, it really has. I mean, when I say we are in the best years of our marriage right. by far, definitely. Um, we, we're so much closer now. Uh, and, and these things are just things that have worked for us. Right. So I think, you know, I think next week our plan uh, for the next episode is to do these questions because yeah. these questions we're giving are, are really, really good. And it made us think it really, it's really kind of got us thinking. So uh, if you listen to this on Thursday, so obviously Thursday is our favorite day of the week. We'll release this on Thursday. We'll post another question thing. If you have anything that you want us to discuss, or if there's something from this episode where you're like, elaborate more about that then you know send it to us uh i do like the idea of having some some interaction yeah uh and kind of answering these things and obviously you know we're just going to whatever the question that's all we're going to talk about right um so because if one person is thinking it or struggling with it in their marriage you you're not alone i mean you know there's more right yeah so and and once again we're not the we shouldn't be the end all be all. Hopefully we're not for you. Hopefully you'll, you know, take our, uh, the, the the best marriage advice I can give you is to figure out what God wants for your marriage. Right. Then ask him first, you yeah, know, then absolutely. listen to this. Uh, and, and. But it's just, it's fun to talk about things that have worked for us. That it Yeah. We'll do a whole, have... maybe we can do, we can do an episode one day of the three things that almost ended marriage. <laughs> <laughs> what an episode what an episode hopefully we wouldn't have three each that would be bad <laughs> <laughs> oh well all right well we appreciate you guys uh once again the the sharing and the feedback of this um it's just been incredible yeah. it, we appreciate you guys so much and we will we will talk to y'all again uh next, next thursday week. so y'all have a good one